Hope's Harbor, a gritty Bible devotion with Chris Bradley. What is your spiritual gift? This is part two of seven, the gift of service. Our key verse is Romans 12, 6. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If we believe the purpose of spiritual gifts is to help each other in ways that are approved of by God, it should go without saying we must use our gifts, not hold knowledge of them and then do nothing. Listen to this warning and exhortation from Jesus in Matthew twenty-five fifteen through 30 on the matter of not using the gifts of the kingdom God intends for us to use if we're to serve him. I'll paraphrase the passage. The master in the parable represents God. He entrusted three different amounts of money to three different servants and then left the country. It is implied the man expected these servants to use the amounts wisely. The fact the master gave each servant an amount according to each man's ability reveals wisdom and mercy. The servants received according to what they could do. When the master returned, and this symbolizes Jesus' return, he called each servant to account for his service. The first servant doubled his master's amount. The second servant did the same. However, the third servant did nothing. He concealed what was entrusted to him. These are Jesus' words when ending this story in Matthew 25, verse 30. And cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I pray we heed this warning and use our gifts as God intends. Today's devotion focus is using your spiritual gift or gifts. Here's a list of common spiritual gifts. Prophecy, service, teaching, exhortation, giving, organization, mercy. In this episode, we're looking at the gift of service. These are a few characteristics of someone with this gift. Sees and meets practical needs. Disregards weariness has difficulty saying no, is alert to likes and dislikes, has a strong desire to be with others, needs approval, likes short-range projects, meets needs quickly. Some of the challenges that may be associated with the gift of service are quickness in meeting needs may appear pushy, Disregard for personal needs may extend to one's own family and their needs. Eagerness in serving may prompt suspicion of self-advancement. May react negatively to others who do not meet obvious needs. Insistence on serving may appear to be rejection of being served. Desire for sincere appreciation may result in being easily hurt. Quickness in meeting needs may interfere with spiritual lessons God is teaching those with the needs. Meeting practical needs may be judged as a lack of interest in spiritual matters. Those with the gift of service are normally the ones getting it done at church. They are often referred to as the 10% who are doing 80% of the work. There are one or two reasons this may actually be the case. People with the gift of service have the heart of a servant. They want to help and do for others. It's common for them to jump in and start working before others even have a chance to volunteer. Where this becomes a problem for them 
is they'll jump in without considering the effect on their time management, their families, and at times their own health and welfare. You know, like, should they be climbing a 30-foot ladder? Also, when they volunteer so quickly, others may feel shut out. A servant-minded person may come to resent others for not stepping up when all that happened was those other people may have been checking their schedules to see if they could find time for the task. On the other hand, there are those who hold back and let others do all the work. And so it falls to the servant-hearted people to do what it takes to help a ministry function. Let's take it one step further. What about the need for overseas short-term missions work? Have we been called and gifted to go, but here we sit? Now, this isn't intended to put guilt on anyone. Serving out of guilt is not what God wants from us. When we give of ourselves in whatever capacity, He wants a cheerful heart involved. Remember, serving God's kingdom involves rewards for those who serve faithfully in the capacity that God gives. Going back to Matthew 25, 15, that was paraphrased earlier, the Bible says, And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability. God doesn't send us out to fail, and he rarely calls the equipped, but rather equips the called. You've likely heard that before, but it's true nonetheless. Philippians 4.13 instructs us, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The context is we can do all things we are gifted for. In summary, God gave us gifts in order to equip us to serve others, and through service, further His kingdom here on earth. We have one life to give to God as our gift to Him. Time is short. Do you want to wait to see what happens? Or go and serve God regardless of your gift, so that when you stand before Him to give an account of yourself, you'll have few, if any, regrets. The action to consider, study the following verses during the coming week. If you only read them several times and ask God to impart their power to you, I am confident God will use the truth of them to help prevent you from standing before him empty-handed. Romans 14.10 But why do you judge your brother? Or why do you show contempt for your brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.10 For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body, according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Next week's devotion, The Spiritual Gift of Teaching. You've been listening to Hope's Harbor, gritty Bible devotions by David Bradley. To get show notes, visit hopesharbor.net.